There's lots of good games this week, actually. College or NFL or both? NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like I said, when I looked at it early, I was like, ugh. And then as I've kind of gone through my week, weekly preparations and listenings and things like that, and then listening to the uh, injury reports and stuff like that, it's definitely gotten very interesting. There's another game in uh, London. Yeah, yeah. They're playing in Tottenham Hotspur. Wow. It's the Birds versus the Vikes. That was very Australian. I fucked that up. My bad. Oh, man. I was like, man, I worked so hard to get that one fan in the UK, and now Jerry's completely alienated him. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Was- nope, no, no. I, I did acknowledge my mistake immediately. That was still one of the worst things I've ever heard from you. No, it was, it was very bad. It was very bad. I need to watch more of, like, uh, Peaky Blinders. Or maybe The Crown. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're ridiculous. Uh, yeah, absolutely fucking ridiculous. Tap on the cam this week, uh, Pink Kush. We're back again. Uh, four wins. I actually went over to Four Wins and had this on tap earlier today. Um, it's, uh, it's nice. I, I actually like it. Obviously a little bit better on the Taparoo, because everything's better on the Taparoo, right? Damn right. Hazy IPA, kids. It's a fucking beauty. Jerry, what uh, what shall you be drinking on for the betting episode today? So I was a big winner today and uh, acquired two bottles of Eagle Rare bourbon. For my bourbon drinkers out there, you should know that this isn't the easiest bottle to come by. I mean, it, it does depend on where you are uh, in the world, but... The best part about this story is that I bought these two bottles at a Mexican restaurant <laughs> and I got them for $50 a piece. I bought two bottles for $100. So um, I'm a very happy man this evening. So, yes, that's what I'm sipping on. There you go, Jeremy. Welcome to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. This is our betting episode, kids. Co host Corey Rusal, Jerry Rodriguez. As you can tell, Jerry's excited about his kill. I'm excited about uh, my beer. This is going to be a good episode. I'm, uh, right. I'm a little bit wound up right now. Uh, why do you ask? Uh, because my boy, Dion Primetime Sanders, 14, and the Stanford Trees, zero. Although Stanford is first and goal right now. Let's keep that in mind. So That's fine. First and goal in the Colorado 14. Uh, it's going to be their charity time. touchdown for the entire game. Well, that's at least what your betting ticket hopes anyways. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> this uh, week, uh, like I said, there were a few more interesting games that I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. They just like kind of fell off the radar for me, uh, which I'm excited to go through. The spreads have gone a little bit wild on some of these other ones. Uh, we've got a few 14-point spreads in there couple of points spreads in there. Uh, minus nine and a half. Wild ones out there. I don't really uh, I don't really want to go after those ones. I'm excited about the, the smaller ones, the shorter ones that we're going for. But of course, before we get into uh, before we get into our new bets for the week, 
There are a lot of things happening in the National Football League in regards to injuries. And so I think we should talk about those, Jerry. For sure. It's kind of a funky week, my friend. We're going to go alphabetically through the teams because it's actually that bananas, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's where I'm deciding today. I like it. Uh, in Arizona, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, is questionable for Sunday's game. He's got an illness. Why am I bringing up someone from the Arizona Cardinals? Well, this is one of the only guys that actually hey, caught a touchdown in the last couple of weeks for Arizona. So we, we need to keep a little bit of a heads up on him. Both tight ends for the Buffalo Bills are questionable. Dalton Kincaid with the concussion. I think he's still in protocol, so I'm pretty sure that's a questionable leaning towards not going to start. Dawson Knox, also with a wrist injury, questionable. Dawson Knox is going to go uh, 100% is what uh, what we're hearing currently on Friday evening, uh, Pacific time, again, uh, 8.09 p.m., Friday, October 13th, 2023. Carolina Panthers are going to be missing Miles Sanders for Sunday's game versus the Dolphins, and that was what I was also alluding to. The point spread is a little bit bananas over there. I mean, their safety, Xavier Woods, is out as well with a hammy. Not going to be good. I was going to say that. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, can, if I can interject, they, they have safety issues as well. Yeah, Von Bell out as well. I mean, I really like Xavier Woods, so uh, that's, yeah, not a good thing for them. The Bears have been absolutely fucking decimated. This is hilarious. This is going to be the Donta Foreman show. If nobody picked up Donta Foreman, uh, you're missing out this week. Khalil Herbert, injured reserve. Travis Homer, hamstring, out. Roshan Johnson, still in concussion protocol, out. Who does that yeah, leave us rough. with? That's, I mean, if, if it's a one-week rental on that, then good for you. Because keep it that way. Because that's exactly what that's going to be. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, Roshan Johnson's coming back, and he's going to absolutely run house on everybody. Pretty excited. Did want to point out, though, uh, let's not let's not move on from the Chicago Bears without acknowledging the new practice squad to the active roster for the Chicago Bears. Nathan Peterman. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to be missing T, <laughs> T. Higgins. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm dying over here. <laughs> I tried to say that with straight face cat. T. Higgins questionable on Sunday versus the Seahawks, leading towards playing. Uh, as I've heard some reports, this is a really interesting one though for the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson has been ruled out for Sunday's game. P.J. Walker is slated to start. Deshaun Watson, uh, apparently from what I've been reading here, has a very serious shoulder injury. Now, again, hot garbage uh, since he's come over from the Houston Texans. But this could be a long-term injury here. We're looking at least another three, four weeks. So super heads up on the Deshaun Watson thing. If you somehow have him on your roster, you are likely fucked. 
Tony Pollard. Make alternate plans. <laughs> yeah. Well, God should have, I mean, made alternate plans as soon as you drafted him. Like, you know, probably <laughs> looked at purchasing a, I don't know, a gun. Anyway, uh, but Tony Pollard, a uh, full participant in the Dallas Cowboys practice on Friday. Our center is also going to be back. Thank God. He had a really nasty ankle injury in the last game. Someone fell on him. No bueno for the big people, as we already know. Jameer Gibbs, out. I tried looking at a prop for David Montgomery over under how many carries, and the over under currently is 19 and a half. Not taking that prop. So Jameer Gibbs out for Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sam Laporta has also shown up on the uh, injury report late. We're looking at a calf uh, calf injury. 50-50. Is what we currently hear. Tank Dell from the Houston Texans. Questionable for Sunday's game versus the Saints. Anthony Richardson. IR. Mo Alley-Cox. Questionable. Man, this is bananas. This is why we're going in alphabetical order, kids. Zay Jones. Knee injury. Out. For the Jacksonville Jaguars. Justin Watson, uh, I'm not sure if anybody saw this nasty fucking injury that happened yesterday. Justin Watson suffered a dislocated elbow. Nasty business in Thursday's game. So, definitely going to be back sooner rather than later, apparently, because the MRIs revealed no significant damage. But that was a pretty scary moment on the field and uh, already listed on the injury report for the week. Justin Herbert, full participant in the practice. Again, he's got that finger injury on his non-throwing hand. The man who brought a whole bunch of people to championship belts, trophies, and placards last season, Austin Eckler, is back in full practice and will be back this week. Ugh, terrible playing the Cowboys. Joey Bosa uh, was a do not practice as well. Uh, That is going to be a little bit of a positive also for the Cowboys, but Derwin James is back uh, with a little bit of a hamstring hang-up for the Los Angeles Chargers. Miami Dolphins, Jeff Wilson coming back as a running back for them, which is absolutely bananas and amazing timing for the Miami Dolphins as Devon A-Chain, again, is on injured reserve for a little bit. Jeff Wilson going to be on a very limited snap count, uh, currently listed as doubtful with ribs and finger, but excited to see him in a Miami Dolphins jersey. The New England Patriots list is New England Patriots. So I'm not talking about it. There's so many people that are questionable. It's bananas. Look it up for yourself. Also, the Patriots suck. So who cares? If you have them on your roster, it probably doesn't matter. You're probably not going to make the playoffs at this point in time. We need a fuck them button where you hit it and it just says fuck them. I, I like this. Daniel Jones <laughs> has been ruled out for Sunday's game versus the Bills, which is, again, hilarious. Tyrod Taylor gets the start against his old team, the Let me interject Buffalo real quick. Bill, of course. There's a chance we might score a little bit more points. Not saying anything else than that. We might score more points. We might actually put some points on the board. The reason Take for that, however you want to. The reason for that is Saquon Barkley is questionable, and he might actually. Po- I don't think he's going to play, but he might actually play. Oh my god, this is, this is just bananas. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. Questionable for Sunday's game as well. So those who are still hanging on to hopes uh, for his roster, uh, for his roster spot, 
if you don't have McCaffrey on your roster, you should have dropped him by now. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mike Evans is a full go. He is back on Sunday versus the Lions because they're definitely going to need that shit. Traylon Burks has been ruled out for Sunday's London game versus the Ravens. And that, my friends, is all of the injuries that we have. I made it, Jerry. I did it. That's a great segue, though. You you went from that game, and then here we go. Let's talk about it. Last week, we had a pretty even showing, except for, ironically, Brooks picks, which are under a different context during our uh, pre-production meeting, which I'm not going to include in this because it was before the cold open, but you're going to find it hilarious. Molly, four and four. Corey, four and five. Jerry, four and four. Brooke. Six and two. Whoa! <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Brooks' only two losses come with the uh, Buffalo Bills because they absolutely screwed everybody except Molly. Molly with the lone wolf on the Jacksonville Jaguars getting a trusty win, pulling her record to 500 for the week. Absolutely beautiful. And the Denver uh, Broncos also uh, choking against the New York Jets last week. Those are Brooks' only two losses. We basically split. Like I said, 4-4 down the road. The only reason I didn't finish 4-4 as well is because I decided to take Colorado minus 3.5. Thanks, Dion, for the half point, you son of a bitch, winning games by three points like a dickhead. So that means that the Russell household is above 500 and the Rodriguez household is still below 500. Uh, Bali coming in at 12 and 11 with a 521 winning percentage. Corey at 16 and 13 at 551. Over on your side of things, Jerry, you're checking in at 12 and 14 with a 461. And hilariously enough, Brooke checks in at 10 and 14 with a 416. You love your fours, your sixes, and your ones over there. Yeah, we're all about even numbers. This is a pretty respectable records. For uh, prognosticating, I was gonna say that. I mean, in the first month, in the first month, uh, I, I like that it's uh, relatively close, and uh, there's a lot going on over here. So, um, if, if you're like an industry expert, like the people that are paid attention to for picks, they usually check in at about sixty-five to sixty-eight percent correct. So we're not too bad. Like it's not. We're just you know relatively. They're definitely not even close to fucking a hundred. It's that's not even close. We are above average to around average. Correct. Correct. I think it you know, deserves a little, little applause. Just I agree. I agree. Well done. Little golf clap. Little golf clap. Let's go in reverse order this week. Let's start out with the Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This time inside of Raymond James Stadium. The over-under is 42 and a half if you're into that type of thing. Jerry Rodriguez, I'm going to cede to you this week for picking first. What say you, my friend? Give me some analysis. Give me a pickaroo. What say you? I'm very interested to this minus three. We got only one kicker for the games this week. So I'm interested to see what you're going to do with this. So I think it's really, really funny because hours ago, 
wifey was hitting me up. Brooks like, Hey, you want to go to the game on Sunday? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to do back to back games, like the whole mess of getting in and getting out just takes a really, really long time, all that stuff. And uh, so long story short, we had an opportunity to go great seats, but I chose not to. And they are wearing the cream sickles on Sunday. People, <laughs> the cream sickles. I love both them. in agreement. That's one of I my favorite too. jerseys. I'm just saying, no, I, it's a, I miss it's those. It's a classic, but I miss those. But, it's, but they were bad. That's when they were bad. But they're still yes, they're a dope jersey. Uh, Al, was it Alvin Harper? Alvin Harper? Alvin Harper? I couldn't even name any of them right now. Okay. I absolutely could not. Not in the condition I'm in currently. Um, both the wife and I are going for home team. We're gonna we're gonna be rooting for the Bay. I'm taking them with a the plus three, as she is taking them straight up. Um, I think that the Detroit uh, injuries could could hinder them a little bit. I'm not saying they're going to not win the game, like or they're going to lose or anything like that. I just think that there's there's a lot going on there. They have a lot of pretty significant injuries. No, or not significant, but decent injuries that might make this game a little harder. And they're on the road. Jared Goff on the road when he's on uh, like real grass as opposed to whatever they have in Detroit, it's just a different guy. So Alvin, it's going to be close. Alvin Harper. <laughs> Why do I know Alvin ha- Harper? Because he was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys in the first round of the 1991 national football league play draft. He played for us. I that name. Fucking rights, big boy. Yeah. He was a monster, bro. I thought he was. Oh too. yeah. yeah. Right. He no, was you're right. So that name sounded super familiar. And then when you said like nasty. him associated with the bucks, I was like, ah, that, that threw me off. Okay. Now it makes sense. My boy, makes you, sense. you know, and I know that, you know, that yeah. I know my shit. I'm all no, over for, it for, for sure. sure. So yeah, fuck I got yeah. used to torch us. <laughs> oh man. Torch a lot of people. Yeah. Nasty business over there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a quick little fuck. I love this. This is good. First game. We are buck wild over here at the fucked up fantasy football podcast, because this household is definitely going for the Detroit lions. The Detroit okay. lions are one of the best teams in football. Definitely in the NFC. They are absolutely on fire. David Montgomery is carrying the rock like a fucking champion i'm absolutely excited for this man i can't yeah the odds are not good so that's why i didn't take the props for uh him but nasty business i would all day be taking that over uh one and a half touchdown russian touchdowns for him if i were looking at it i don't trust the tampa bay defense whatsoever they are absolutely atrocious and for fantasy purposes, I mean, I don't see any. I know people are stoked about Evans coming back. Baker Mayfield has been putting up semi-steady numbers. I guess I can call it that. And for fantasy purposes, he's doing way better in real life versus fantasy football quarterbacking, which I've discussed many times. The Detroit Lions, though, are a beast. Their defense, I, I like. I, They're definitely up and coming. Man, it's outrageous how they play as a unit. They look really fucking good on the coaches' film. They're they're they, wild. They've, they've bought into MCDC. Okay, Motor City Dan Campbell, man. Yo, they bought into him. I, yeah, he's <laughs> funny, but like, I think it's funny that Aiden Hutchinson never had a fucking interception until he had two of them last year, and has now had another one this year already. That. That man is one of the most talented football. Like, he makes J.J. Watt look like 
honestly not that good in a way like just like well the, no he's he's just a more modern version of it yeah exactly well, that's what i'm saying like the, the first two years right like man hutchinson is mm-hmm. wild he's gonna be better he, than he if has he can that stay, JJ vibe you know, all day yeah you know again injuries etc etc yeah not saying jj watt is a terrible player again kids you know to the half of a Houston Texan fan that listens to this because they're, you know, they haven't been totally revolted that I'm a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fan, you know, but just saying like this, that Hutchinson kid is outrageous and I have no idea who on the Tampa Bay line is going to stop him. And you guys are man, like you guys, I mean, fucking you're Miami or New York giant fan, but you're going to the game. So I'm saying you guys, I don't see who's going to stop him. I just, I have no fucking idea. So I'm taking Detroit Lions minus three. Wifey's taking on the money line. I mean, I like I like that pick. It's Detroit City all day over here. No, it's not. It, it, listen, it's not unreasonable by any means. I just I'm going with what I know as far as Jared Goff with his road home splits, and that's that's solely what I'm banking this on. I I I don't think Jared Goff does enough to win the game for them. That's all. But they can still win the game. I just think it's going to be by less than three. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Next. The Washington Commanders are on the road. They're playing at the Dome in Atlanta. The Atlanta Fail Clowns are minus two and a half point favorites at home, which is an interesting point spread. By the way, just checking in for a fans who are listening at home. Colorado Buffaloes, 22. Stanford Trees, zero. The over-under in the Washington-Atlanta game is 42.5 if you're into that. By the way, are you into that type of thing for the Detroit-Tampa Bay game? Where are you going? 42.5. You going to take over-under? Like it matters because they don't count our record. Honestly, I'm I'm, I'm leaning over. Interesting. Okay. I think we're supposed to have some decent weather down here, too. Like, I don't think there's any rain. Definitely no wind. Wind's not going to be an issue or anything like that. So I don't know. I just have a feeling that those, although they are good defenses, I feel like there are good defenses that can create points as well. But more importantly, um, they're bend don't break type defenses. They're not shutting people out. They just make key stops. They 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 make the play when the play needs to be made type of thing. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't give up points. You know. Yep. Nope. I totally agree. Okay. Me, this is a tough one. This is actually a real fucking tough one for sure for me. Um, I already think I know where you're going, though. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons is, is the most confusing football team in the National Football League. It's not even close. They they tanked so hard. I guess tanking might be the wrong word, but they just they sucked for so long, and they put themselves in position for these wonderful draft picks. And they drafted some of the most talented people in college football history. But they just can't fucking put it together. It's the most frustrating. Like, it's just so fucking frustrating. It's like watching somebody play Madden, but it's as if their controller is up their ass. It's like you have no idea. Like, how can you be that bad how like we're playing on fucking rookie mode here this game should be fucking 65 nothing like fuck just get oh it's so it's so exhausting it's so frustrating like 
fuck them. So I'm fucking taking the Washington Commanders plus two and a half. Like what? Plus two. You're giving me points. And yes, of course I'm taking Washington. I was so excited to rant about this one. Fuck me. Sam Howell all day. Jahan Dotson breakout game. Brian Robinson. Like he's going to act like he got fucking capped last year. Like he's going to run for yards. He, he needs to. I'm so sick and tired of Brian Robinson playing like a normal person. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. I'm done. May, may, I, may I please ask your wife for your wife's pick? She is taking the Atlanta fail clowns. I'm, I think I'm lone wolfing this one. Okay, first of all, can I please shout out the mute button? <laughs> because I've just had my mic on mute for the last minute because of the hysteria and the just absolute just laughter I've had. It, it, it It's going to fuck everything up. You don't need to hear it. I'm in the background dying laughing to that, to that rant. It's fantastic. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> but the yes. worst part is <laughs> that we're all taking Atlanta. <laughs> oh my god, I'm lone now, She is because she's like they're at home. I'm taking them. But me, I'm going with the most just stupid rando reason ever. Desmond Ritter. I found out today. I thought this was only in his NFL career. This is throughout his NFL and collegiate career. Has never lost a home game. What? He's never lost a home game in his collegiate career or his professional career that he started in. What? So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm taking your fail clowns to cover by a field goal. That's, that's why it was so funny to me because of that fucking rant. It was it was fantastic. Uh, I mean, I feel passionately about it. I don't know if you can tell. I know it's um, great. Yeah, I apparently I'm not allowed to make that Desmond Mitter joke because apparently it was really bad. I had feedback from a couple of people, and really? they were yeah, they're like yeah, that Desmond Mitter joke was really bad, and I was like I don't I thought that was I thought that was kind of I thought it was clever. cold. I mean, especially as a weed podcast like mids, like come on, kids. If you don't know, life's too short to smoke mids. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a fucking weed reference, you fucking God almighty. Do I got to fucking explain everything to the kids these days, Jerry? Fuck me. It's okay, man. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Seattle Seahawks are on the road in Cincinnati, Ohio. We have – oh, yeah, fuck me, man. I keep doing this. Last week it was Molly's picks. This week it's the over-under – 42 and a half Washington and Atlanta. I'm going over. I do think it's going to be a shootout because both these teams have no clue how to fucking play defense, but they're gunslingers. So let's get it. 100% agreed. Seattle Seahawks on the road in Cincinnati, Ohio, minus three Cincinnati favored at home. This is super interesting for a few different reasons. One of my bold predictions that I'm going to throw out there this week is that Joe Burrow is going to be the number one quarterback in fantasy football. And Jamar Chase is going to be the number one 
wide receiver in fantasy football. Why the Seattle Seahawks as a team are allowing the most passing yards, second most QB fantasy points, third most passing touchdowns per game. Jamar Chase has the second most receptions this season. The Seahawks are allowing the most fantasy points, receptions, yards, and touchdowns to the wide receiver position per game. Oh, baby. Every single fucking prop that involves Jamar Chase and any offensive number over on everything. Book it. Cincinnati Bengals minus three points. Again, we are a Bengals household this weekend. All in. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Feed me, motherfuckers. Let's get it. Um, ditto. <laughs> I I don't know. Some people might think that like maybe last week's game was the uh, the Bengals get right game, the Jamar Jamar Chase get right game, whatever. I honestly, okay, I didn't expect that like that level of production that happened last week. I thought it was gonna be a good game, but not not to that extent. But this game, oh my god! The, the, like the shit that Jamar Chase did last week, I expect this again. Possibly even foe. Basically, foe. basically, what I'm saying is I'm expecting the halftime speech in the Seattle Seahawks locker room to sound like this, kids. We end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there. I absolutely Basically. just going to be a gong show, an absolute gong I, show. That's my expectation as well. Don't get me wrong. I think Seattle will put up some points because Cincinnati's defense is absolute ass. But um, I, it, it, it could look like a fucking scrimmage. There's a chance for that. And it's going to be all through the air. Those of you who are holding out hope like, oh, man, maybe they're talking about Joe Mixon. No, I'm not. <laughs> If he's going to do anything, he's going to do it because Joe Burrow dumped something down to him. But as far from a rushing aspect, no, that's not happening. It, it's going to be the it's going to be the Joe Cool show, featuring Jamar Chase, and then some other random. There's going to be a surprise like um, Irwin, who's, who's the white boy? Oh, Irwin. Irwin. Yep, definitely Irwin. I'm all yeah, about like him. This he, game. he might get one or two. That's a sneaky. Oh no, I'm go. I'm don't even know what the over under is, but I'd go if it's like. Two and a half, three and a half. I'd say like bo- three and a half. If there's a three and a half over all day on that kid for sure. Colorado got another one. Anyway, basically what I was saying is that the Seattle Seahawks. Um, we end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there. That's basically what I'm fucking saying. Second tap on the can is brought to you in part by the Boulder Dash Brewing Company. Surprisingly smooth, deceptively strong, sneaky weasel. Back. <laughs> Back. <laughs> Trusty old sneaky weasel. Made another appearance. That was a, that was a great promo. Oh, thank you very sneaky, much. Sneaky, stop playing, man. Man. I should just send them an email and maybe send them a couple of clips and they can understand that I'm pretty good at doing the redad thing. You know? For sure, dude. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Anyway. Um, 
We also did not talk about the over-under on the Cincinnati game, of course, because, you know, why no. not, right? Yeah. yeah 45 yeah. is our over-under. It's the only over-under that we don't have a hook on. I'm fucking all over the over on this one. Cincinnati can't play defense either. <laughs> so, I mean, Agreed. yeah, this is going to be like six, seven touchdowns. Yeah, it's going like, to track me. Nasty. Looking forward I could, to it. I could, I could see like 50 three and a half being like a better number for that. Like I did, I, I see it in like mid fifties. This could be one of those games. Like, uh, like a yep. 32 to 28 type of game, you know, like yep. I'm with you on 28, 27. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's going to be a shit show. Let's get into our last game of the night here. The Indianapolis Colts are on the road in Jacksonville, not London kids. That's right. They are back at home in Jacksonville. They are minus four point favorites. We have a 44 and a half point over and under. Let's talk about the over and under first so we don't fucking forget about it this time. Yeah, no shit. Good 44 idea. and a half. I am going to take the over, Jerry. Same. Both secondaries stink. Um, yes. That was clearly proven last week when Tennessee, of all teams, Tennessee fucking Titans lit up the fucking Indianapolis Colts. Okay, and Jacksonville is not exactly known for like, I mean, the Texans light them up, and and who who the hell do they have at skill positions? The <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars are the defense that allows the ninth highest fantasy points per game uh, to quarterbacks. So you are correct, sir. They are pretty garbage. Yeah. So yeah, over for sure. I think Gardner Minshew could potentially finish in the top five at quarterback in week six. What do you say about this statement? Agree. Man, I'm saying some fire fucking things today, apparently. No, no, you're not. You're just saying, like, I could say the same fucking thing. I hey, disagree with you, dude. Uh, yeah, no, we're on, we're on fire today. Sometimes it's going to happen, kids. We're not yeah. always going to disagree. Yeah. We, we love to disagree. Don't get us wrong. We love to disagree in this fucking friendship. But we don't That's bullshit around the truth, though. And when we 100%. see the truth, we will we will discuss it and, and put it out there because it's the fucking truth, people. And I am going with the Jacksonville Jaguars to win minus four, even though I think that Gardner Minshew is going to put on a hot show. That is, again, the difference between a strong fantasy quarterback and a good real-life quarterback. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to put on a show. Ridley is going to get a couple of touchdowns. ATN is going to continue being one of the top running backs in the league this week. Do not like the Colts' defense uh, versus that man. That's for goddamn sure. I strongly believe this is going to be, again, another shootout, but I am going to take Jacksonville, even though I think, you know, again, Gardner Minshew, top five in week six, but Jacksonville still pulls us out and covers minus four points. Molly also taking Jacksonville. She, uh, she's, we're, we really agree. The only thing we disagree on is this Atlanta fail clown game, but uh, we're, we're a Jacksonville <laughs> household again. Well, wifey likes, what likes the cats. So she's, she's down with Jacksonville. I mean, that's, that's her hood. You know, she she grew up only a few miles north of Jacksonville. So, me personally, I'm going with Indy simply for the number, not so much about winning or any of that. Um, I feel like it's a three-point or less type of game. So, for that reason and that reason only, I'm taking Indy. And I also think that Gardner Minshew could 
you know, I, he's definitely going to go in there with a chip on his shoulder. So I, I, I think he's going to really, really like show out. So, and, and to your point about top five potential. Yeah. That, I think he's going to show out. So. I like this. Jerry. Yep. I like this for sure. Uh, we have a few, uh, a few bonus picks here. So, uh, I guess we should just like break it up just a little bit. Right. Yeah. Let's do it. You have actual games that you're, but you're not going for any props this week, huh? Yeah. Cause unfortunately, as, as I've mentioned before, you know, I, uh, gambling here in Florida is not legal. And, um, so I got a guy. And the props don't show up until Saturday night, if not Sunday morning. So I'm going to get you hooked up with this app. We're going to, we're going to get you. I think if you can, we're going to figure Anyway, we'll talk later. No worries. No worries. It's okay. Um, so I honestly, (laughs) I mean, we're not, we're we're not breaking any gambling laws in any state or province or country. People are doing offshore shit. So that's cool. Um, uh, it's a big number, but I don't see it going any other way. Dolphins minus 14, dude. Like, yeah, I'm on that. I'm on that ship. I really am. I was there last weekend. I saw it. Like, <laughs> it's it's not going to be pretty for the Panthers. And the fact that they are missing safeties, so that over-the-top shit that's going to happen that they love to do with Tyreek, and then probably this is probably a waddle week. We're going to see some waddle waddle. It, it, it could happen. And then all of a sudden, there's no HN, but you could feature Mostert, and then Mostert does it. And then if, in fact, Jeff Wilson plays a, plays a snap or two, that fucking guy might – he might break one. On this team, he could break one. It, it's – yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. How about you? What's, what's your next little bonus little shot you got there? My wife was staring at me because I was waddling like a penguin. I'm not dropping the video pod so people can't see me waddling over here, but she she definitely took oh, off I her noise-canceling headphones and looked at me like I'm from space. That's fine. It's really hard to speak on, on and, and give your take on something while the person you're speaking to, or with, I should say, is waddling along in the video screen. It's quite interesting. You know, it is what it is. I'm not taking this as a, a prop bet because that means I'd be taking five prop bets this week, and I'm not going to go too crazy uh, looking at the odds for this one, but just take it. It doesn't even matter what it is. Raheem Mostert must start, may I say, scores at least two touchdowns against the Carolina Panthers. I think he's going to absolutely go off. Why? The veteran running back has eight touchdowns this season, kids. You know who it's tied for? Christian McCaffrey, the most in the National Football League. Why is that fucked? Because he's been splitting the time with fucking Devon A-Chain. What? Like, what? A-Chain has seven touchdowns, and Mustard has eight kids. All day. All fucking day on that one, for sure. One of my uh, real prop uh, bets that we have here, I'll give you two, because I think you have another game, right? Yeah, I got one more. So I'll give you two prop bets, and then you can give me another game. The one, sh- I think the shittiest prop bet that I have this week, but I think is absolutely mandatory for all of the people who want to actually make just a little bit of money is Justin Fields and over under 50.5 rush yards. I really like this one. Last game, last game, Jerry, Justin Fields ran 10 plays that were designed runs. 10 plays that were designed 50 and a half all day long. That man 
is averaging way more than five yards per carry. You know how I like my yards per carry. Oh, yeah. This is a fucking money sandwich, my boy. Minus 110 Justin Fields for sure. My second prop here before we get to your last game is, again, I've said this every week. I said this in preseason. I was concerned about this, and it has rung true through all the way until week five. Probably going to ring true until week six, seven, eight, nine. The Cincinnati Bengals defense is fucking garbage. Hot, mustard, garbage. I love Geno Smith at plus 116 on the over of one and a half passing touchdowns this week. I think that is also another money sandwich that people are not looking at. Cincinnati's the favorite. Seattle's really garbage at defense, as I've already ranted about. But Geno Smith can definitely one and a half passing touchdowns this week. Get that two for me, plus 116. I think that is a strong, strong winner. That's not too bad, man. That's generous. that's actually that's that sounds very appetizing. I I like that. I find uh, the good ones, Jerry. I find the good ones, my boy. You, you got to, and 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 unfortunately, I I don't have the good luxury of doing that with uh, my gambling situation. I get to see, like, I read stories and I subscribe okay, to one more week. We're certain good. services, you know, that that talk about these things, and and then when I look, they're not there for me. But that's okay. I hope for the best. So my 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 other play, it's another big one. Uh, I'm I'm this number is currently what I have. Could be different on yours, but Niners at minus nine and a half. Um, the PJ Walker thing with Cleveland, like they brought him in to start over DTR. And it's the Niners. What? Okay. Hold on. Shut the fuck up. Did you just call that fucking guy who's an absolute nobody who we just, we realized he played football like in the NFL after we went through a bunch of lists of quarterbacks. Your, did you just call him DTR? Did you just give him a, 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 nick, no. a nickname? No, DTR is the Dorian, I don't know his whole name. He, he's the rookie from UCLA who got drafted by Cleveland. I know, you just gave that guy who's a nobody a really flashy nickname. And no, that's what they, no, that's what they called him in college. Really? DTR, yes. that's what they call yeah, this that's, guy. that's his name. Like, so that's, <sighs> no, no, no. That's, Dorian, that's not Dorian Thompson what? I don't know his name. I'm not going to lie. I don't know the like, The only reason I know but DTR I, is because I know <laughs> some, but like, D, you can't just go repping DTR whoa. like he's fucking like, you no, know, prime time, name. boy. Everybody knows a Dion. Dude, fucking like, no, that's, that's a Yo, bro, I got the, were you related to the DTR? <laughs> like, like, like RG3. You know, like the it's an acronym for the fucking. Guy's I know, name. but at he least fucking RG three right around the fucking corner and ran sixty fucking yards got down the goddamn Listen. field. And he knows we know him. I didn't have to go can through I, some random fucking rookie list to figure out who the fuck. Can I? Can yeah. I just get back to why I like this game? <laughs> yeah, man. that's all I want to do. God damn! <laughs> like I didn't think it was going to be all this. Like, I had to delay. My, I had to delay myself because I had to open up my app to verify it was minus nine and a half. Because I can't believe that. Like I have updated odds of all the books and minus nine and a half. Yeah, that's the line. For, so when I wrote it down, that's that, what it said. Yeah, for bringing off that dude off the fucking street. 
to play. Like I would think it would yeah. be like dolphin spread, man. That that's why I was delaying. I was trying to be so, funny, but I just I had to delay okay. to get there. Excellent. All right, all right, cool. I'm glad we we have this understanding. So yeah, it just it just seems like a no brainer. And you're playing against the most vicious defense in the fucking league. Yeah, nasty. You know they they're vicious. Yeah. You know, and. I mean, to be honest with you, if you want to sprinkle on the under, it's 36. That's super low, but that's assuming that Cleveland does not score. Yeah. And then you yeah. think that the Niners just beat the shit out of them yeah. 34 to nothing, 34 to fucking one. I don't know. Yeah. My math was about to be off for a second, but you know what I mean? So it's like, it's holy gnarly shit. Number. Gnarly number. <laughs> gnarly. Prop bet that absolutely, it shocked me. It shocked me. I looked this up. I cannot believe this. I just can't. Uh, Want to hear this? Oh man, this is this is like I might have to put my life savings on this one. Oh lord, we this have is a play of the, play of the lifetime. Oh yeah, like other than Raheem Mustard, this one is the other like guaranteed super money sandwich of the century. I got a plus one plus one eighty five. For an one touchdown, one anytime plus one eighty five. Gabe Davis, the man who has caught a touchdown in every single fucking game this year, and they're playing one of the worst defensives in the league, especially as a secondary unit. Gabe Davis, all plus one eighty five. My boys and girls, yeah. my. The, Geno Smith is plus 116 on two passing touchdowns. They think that the chances of Geno Smith getting two touchdowns versus the Cincinnati Bengals are more than a guy who's got a touchdown in every... My boys, this is a money sandwich again. Plus 185, Gabe Davis, anytime touchdown. I know it's uncomfortable for you to to, to stomach, Jerry, because it's against your no, shit it's not, team. No, it's not. It's not. No, no. Facts. It's- Facts. I, 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 I like the bet. I don't like putting your fucking life savings on it. That 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 part I don't like. If if you just want to go with an increase unit, if you want to go like bigger than you normally do, then do that. Life savings, please don't. Please don't. Because Gabe Davis is that fucking guy that has scored a touchdown every fucking week and then shows up against the Giants and it just invisible. Doesn't show up for some reason. Fine. It's the perfect setup for that. Fine, fine, whatever, fine then. I'm gonna bet my life savings. I'm I'm gonna bet my life savings on this one. Cool man. I said I wasn't gonna book. No, I'm not. I'm not taking recording. It's this one. The the life savings. Let's go. I'm not gonna do it on Gabe Davis. I I said I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna take this one, but I'm taking one of these. My Raheem Mostert. You know what he is. You know what he is for two touchdowns. Over over under one and a half. You ready for this? The the. The worst odd, the worst odd that I could get right now as I'm recording with you right now is plus 280. The worst. That's the worst odd. The best odd I can get is plus 350, my boy. Plus 350 for Raheem Mustard at two times. I'm taking it, Jerry. I'm taking it. I'm not saying not. Don't do it. Just again. Let's be smart. But since we're since we're talking, I'm hitting you with something live right now on the air. Second half, Colorado, minus seven, 125, over under 
Juice to the over, 24. The current score for those watching at home is 29 for the Colorado Buffaloes and a zero for the Stanford Trees. Jerry, I support this decision. Get it. Get it, my friend. I am, I am going with the Colorado Buffs. Minus seven in the second half. I think they outscore them by more than a touchdown because Stanford clearly is not there. Minus 125. Locked it in. There it is. Done and done. Oh, man. I'm so fired up for this week. Oh, it's going to be a good one. The shit part is I got to work this weekend. Yeah, I'm still going to have the Monday games. Friday. I'm going to put the games on the screens for sure. But I have to work this weekend. So I can't go watch it with friends, which is a little bit of a bummer. But, man, this, I feel very strongly about these games this week, which probably means I'm going to get them all wrong. That's uh, yep. kind of the way it goes. Happens every time. Yeah. But, I mean, man, these prop picks are nuts. I can't believe that I got three picks and a plus score that it just... I don't know. That Raheem Mostert at plus 280 on the worst side of it, man, if I can find more books at plus 350, that is just, come on, man. Who else is going to run the ball that, that with that fucking Ahmed kid? Like, what? Well, you're absolutely right, but but he could be like a mystery guy who gets the touchdowns. He could be the so, guy where this is the fucking game that he gets injured and he goes on injured reserve for fucking three to six weeks like an asshole or four to six is mandatory on the hour. I'm just, man, this is, this is the, the danger and this is why I sold high on Raheem Mostert, which it pains me a little bit. Thank God that team is stacked, but man, he just can't play a full is, season. This is the perfect situation where you're like excitement and 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 thrills for this guy <laughs> just fall flat it's setting up so perfectly for it and i keep i it's it's in the fantasy universe right now <laughs> i was just like oh man it's setting up so perfect for such a bad a bad outcome thank you for joining us for another episode of the fucked up fantasy football podcast my boys and girls thank you i really appreciate it we uh we got a real good bounce back on our last couple of episodes it's good to see you all again appreciate it much love if you're betting with us at least in the russell household you're fucking making money you're you're just being slightly disappointed um if you're the rodriguez household but that's fine because both me and david sucked last year and you weren't making money with any of us so it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a slight turnaround this year my we're friends working on it. we're yeah, working on it we're getting just a little bit better again good luck to all of you in your bets and your fantasy matchups this week unless you're playing jerry or myself and you can go fuck yourself. Wow, that was... Why do you choose violence to end it, Jerry? <laughs>